when I was in seminary, um, our bishop gave our seminarians of that particular year, as my going my, in my fourth year of seminary, he gave us a retreat and he preached on this exact gospel reading. And one thing he asked us to do, so one thing in the church, we have an opportunity to pray the Liturgy of the Hours. I don't know if you've, has anybody ever heard of the Liturgy of the Hours, morning prayer, evening prayer, that kind of stuff, so about half of us. He said at night prayer, what I want you to do is to write down below each day the question, did you die today? Did you die today? Obviously he's talking about death to self, right? Death to self. I don't know if I was the only person who did that, but whenever I go back to night prayer and I pray night prayer, it always says in that particular breviary, did you die today? And it always strikes me, it brings me back to that moment. What does it mean to die to self? What, what does that mean? What does it mean to be a grain of wheat and to die? So as any planted seed, just in general, must decay, it sprouts new life. So Jesus must endure death to bring you and I life. This principle also holds true for anybody who considers himself a follower, a disciple of Jesus, who must die to ourselves. You and I must die to self if we call ourselves a follower of Jesus. The hard thing is that Jesus never promised anybody an easy life. Jesus never promised anybody an easier life. But he actually said, I'll give you a fulfilling life. I'll actually make your joy complete. And that's done by laying our lives down, by dying in order that others may live. So if Jesus had promised his disciples a fulfilling life but not an easy life, that would be the reason why we have such a shortage of disciples. So he knows what makes us mature in love. Sacrifice. Also known as death to self. So what does sacrifice do? Sacrifice purifies us. Sacrifice ennobles us. And often you and I say strange things. I would say one of the strangest things that people say is, I love Jesus. A lot of people say, I love Jesus. My question back to you is, but are you in love with Jesus? Is the way you live your life a sign that you are madly, deeply in love with Jesus? By the way you go to confession, by the way you act every day, is there any sign that you are in love with Jesus? Instead of saying, I love Jesus, I'm actually in love with him because I lay my life down for him. Not because mom and dad told me to, but because I spent time with him in his word. I spent time with him on the cross. So I lay my my life down freely as he does for me. But I think a lot of us, the way the love of Jesus has been presented to us, is that I can love Jesus without sacrifice. I can love Jesus without sacrifice. That's not discipleship, that's a fairy tale. So to truly love means to actually take time to share in another's pain. Not to try to fix them. Not that anybody, any of us try to do that, right? We listen to others as a sign of our love. Not to respond, but to listen out of love. So for us who call ourselves followers of Jesus, that means we go through painful times. 
And we need to spend time with Jesus and his word to understand the power of sacrifice, the power of being in pain. So I want to ask you a few questions. Have you ever experienced rejection lately? Did you ever experience hatred or even deep discouragement and frustration lately? All of us should be going like this, right? COVID, right? Past year, right? Yeah. But then the question is, have you taken time to ask Jesus by spending time with the Gospels, his narratives, his life, his death, his resurrection? Hey, Jesus, have you ever experienced rejection? How did you get through it? And how can you help me get through it? Jesus, have you experienced deep hatred? And how did you get through it? Were you ever frustrated with your disciples, your closest friends? How did you call them higher instead of pushing them down lower? Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, he said, when, when men and women demand to be autonomous and self-sufficient, they run the risk of being closed in a, a world of self-reliance. And it reduces them to an oppressive solitude. I got this. I don't need your help. I can pick myself up. Then you, when you, what you're saying is when you, when you do that, you're saying, I don't need a savior. I don't need to be saved every second of every day. So similarly, if we close ourselves to God's pleasure, God's joy, we stay stuck in our littleness. So can you and I actually accept suffering for Christ as a way of actually breaking out of the cocoon of our comfort? It's very hard to present the gospel to people who have cell phones, who have a six-pack of beer waiting for them in the fridge every night, who have a lazy boy, who have a 60-inch TV. People are just too comfortable today. And I'm not saying those things are bad things. I'm just saying when people are comfortable, how do you call them out of it? I would encourage you all to learn how to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I'm literally practicing that right now. I'm not wearing shoes. I don't like having dirty feet. I think it's gross. Right? I'm dying to self. My friends, Jesus did not come to live. Jesus came to die so that you might live. And if you and I are not dying to self daily, asking ourselves that question, did you die today? Did you die today? Our faith is not faith at all. Our confidence, our trust is not confidence or trust at all. We're actually living a fairy tale. So you and I are, are not made for fairy tales. You and I are made for a love so great that we can't resist laying our lives down for it. And in just a few minutes the grain of wheat will come down on this altar to die so that you may have life in him in the Eucharist. Nothing compares to the love of Jesus in the Eucharist. Nothing. When you and I compare the love of Jesus to anything, we are actually mocking the cross. When we compare the love of Jesus to anything, or in essence, spitting on the word of God. When we compare the love of Jesus to anything, 
We're spitting upon the, the church and the martyrs, those who have died before us. Nothing compares and nothing is comparable to the love of Jesus. And every minute to Jesus then becomes our death. And we surrender to him every day. He's inviting us every second of every day to lay our lives down for him. So we can have life in him, not in the Packers, not in the Brewers, not in the Bucks. I know they lost, whatever. But you have to ask yourself, are you on fire? Are you joyful? How are you doing? Maybe it's because he's not living in you because you're not dying to yourself. Can you imagine being like that little girl, Anna Wang, in our, in our martyrs today, looking at the people who are about to kill her and saying, the door to heaven is open for everyone. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus are the last things she said before she was killed. I would hope and pray that you ask to receive the Holy Spirit every day to die to self so that whether it happens or not, you are saying the same thing. And the beautiful thing is, when we come to Mass, the martyrs, the saints, they're with us to encourage us to die to self so Christ may live in us. Sacrifice, death to self, leads to joy. We take a moment of silence to call to mind our pride. And we ask for humility to lay our lives down. Because in just a moment, you're going to receive Him, the God of the universe in the Eucharist. Our God is so good to us. If you want to grow in your faith, I encourage you to start with this one thing. Start with gratitude. God cannot form an ungrateful heart. The saints were always grateful. That's why they died to self so quickly. The saints were always grateful. That's why they died to self so quickly. Because they knew that they were the only person on earth that he would have died for them because he loves them so much, just as much as he loves you and me. And only that love will give you life. But you have a choice to accept it or reject it. And a part of accepting that comes in dying to self, growing in gratitude. So we take a moment of silence to call to mind a few things right now to be grateful for but also to be grateful that we have the opportunity to die to self, to lay our lives down as Christ has laid his life down for us. Amen.